body cameras are just standard a standard piece of equipment on issue to most police services in modern societies and our members believe that they will help maybe stem the assaults on our members help gather evidence and just be part of the overall uh, equipment and uh, that's available to them so long overdue many many years if not decades behind most comparable police services so it's good to know that they're finally coming on stream it's remarkable, though, as you just touched on, that it's taken so long for such a basic bit of equipment to be given the green light. Yes, unfortunately, um, the guards have been let down time and time and again by, uh, you know, many, many different uh, leadership teams within the organisation that predate what's there now. And we have just been uh, always a struggle and a fight for the GRA to shout and scream and bang the table. Unfortunately, to get what other police services even just get um, as a matter of course, as police evolve, policing evolves internationally. Now, we do understand that the facial recognition technology has been delayed. Is that disappointing from your point of view? No, no, that wasn't really a concern of ours at all. And I think the conversation got a bit confused in relation to that because what uh, the GAR authorities and what's envisaged is that the, the, the use of that technology would be in retrospect to try and help trawl through treaty. CCTV in the related investigation of crimes, it was never envisaged that Gardaí would be carrying some sort of live surveillance uh, technology on the general population. So it's good in a way the conversation has evolved and seen that, but certainly facial recognition was never part of the conversation in relation to body cams. Now we know that there's obviously a tendering process having to take place. Now when do you foresee body cams actually uh, being part of the uniform? Well, unfortunately, we're a little bit cynical in the GRA because things move very slowly in the But we have been assured that it is a priority, both the government and both the Garda Commissioner. And we're told that uh, we should see Garda wearing it before the end of this calendar year, which would be a, a great step forward. And a boost for morale too, because morale is on the floor. Yeah, we have spoken numerous times in the past as it relates to morale being at an all-time low and still a number, a large number of outstanding issues being faced in the force, not least of all the rostering system and a general lack of, of frontline guardie. Absolutely, there's a huge challenge facing our membership. The biggest biggest problem is in relation to guard and numbers. We're, we're, we're in the midst of what is actually accepted now by most and most observers and anyone who has any knowledge of the organization of a recruitment and retention crisis we really are struggling and the summer time now with festivals and an influx of visitors the members are really under pressure and something needs to be done but the solution we don't have and it's going to be a long-term uh, plan to try and recruit people into the organization make it a positive place to work to make it a place where the workers are listened to and valued and that touches on rosters as you alluded to so certainly we need to fix the morale and, and support our Gary and we need to see leadership and guidance coming from management to, to bring about the changes that, that create a more positive environment. It has been suggested that the GRA and that are, are, are creating a negative picture that doesn't help recruitment, but we can only tell the truth and the experience of our members and they want their, their story told about how difficult it is to be a Garda in 2023. In terms of that recruitment process, how do you think that's going? Like when you compare the amount of people who've applied uh, versus the people who are coming out of Templemore? Well, it's hard to really know because um, the, the temptation obviously is to just rush the process and get as many people through as quick as possible. And to, the danger there is that standards may not always be maintained, but we're confident that they will be maintained. So it's. Uh, we just have to watch the numbers. Some of it's outside of the control of Garda management in relation to many people are forwarded from the public appointment service. But uh, 
is a competitive jobs market out there. We have almost full employment, so that's what we're saying. Maybe it's time to look at issues around, um, certainly pay, but certainly pensions are the big issue. A, a good pension in the guards was always a draw factor and, and a factor that kept people in the job, and they have been diminished in recent years. So certainly we think if we want to attract the right people and keep them Something has to be looked at in relation to that side of things. But certainly, we believe the morale issue is the, is the bigger factor that's pushing people out the door. And those factors are in relation to systems that members are and have to operate and the day-to-day experience of working as a frontline guard and the challenges they face. Now, one of the... Another... I suppose more localised issue of late is there's a lot of momentum building to try and get Donegal back as a separate division. Currently it's amalgamated with Sligo Leitrim. Um, There's a lot of concern surrounding that and how it's affecting general policing here in this region. Uh, What are your thoughts on that, uh, Brendan, as it relates to to maybe Donegal reverting back to the one division again? Or do you think that the current model is working well? Well, no, we have serious concerns about the operating police model and its effectiveness. Now, what we could say is that the management and administration of the job shouldn't really affect frontline personnel and it shouldn't have any influence on our members. But our experience to date has been when boundaries are redrawn and districts or divisions were amalgamated, we go back to 2013 and the abolition of the Glenties district, it seems to be an, an, an unintended but unavoidable consequence of any hierarchical uh, uh, organization uh, that administration when it's changed the resources are drawn towards the places where uh, decisions are made so the bigger county is always going to the bigger division is always going to see revo- resources diverted away from the outline out that's our experience and we're sure that won't happen but as we face into this with depleting resources uh, it's certainly we don't believe it's going to enhance policing and i don't think it serves communities well we're, we're pursuing a model uh, that was pursued in the UK, in, and, and if you look at one of the most recent reports into problems in the, in the Metropolitan Police, one of the criticisms was was that uh, areas of responsibility were enlarged and the connection with communities was lost. So much as we have talked over the years about problems with Ungarda Corner in relation to investment and, and different issues, the one consistent thing that showed was our connection with communities was always maintained, and that was described as the jewel in the crown of policing in Ungarda Corner. So the one thing that we have that really is precious and can be saved and is more important than resourcing our, our modernization is in danger of being thrown out the baby with the bathwater. So there, I understand there is a review at the moment in relation to that decision. And I suppose the question that anyone in Donegal would ask is that when the decision was being made to redraw boundaries, that Kerry was left as a standalone division because of the unique circumstances of the police in, in Kerry. Now, if, the, if Donegal isn't any more unique than Kerry, I'd love to hear the rationality explanation why, because no other county shares a land land border with another jurisdiction to the extent that Donegal has. We're actually cut off from the rest of the country. We have the Atlantic Ocean on one side, we have Northern Ireland on the other. We really are almost an island in ourselves. So if that's not unique and that doesn't warrant uh, examination and, and, and looking at, I don't know what does.